This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here with Chris Valente. Chris, how are you? I am great. I feel like we're doing these by the hour uh, this week. So uh, good to hear from you again, Rob. Yeah, content, content, content. I've talked to you uh, a lot, but this is great. Uh, And we have another guest uh, today. Uh, Her name is Emily Gigliotti. Emily, uh, welcome to Front Office Features. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. It is. We're excited to have you. So, Emily, you reached out to us um, saying I could use some help. And we said, why don't you come on the podcast? Because whatever you're going through, there's other people going through the same thing. So, um, Emily, you just kind of want to give an overview, like how the heck you even found out about us, what you're looking for, what you've been doing. Uh, Give us the uh, down low on who Emily Gigliotti is. Yeah, absolutely. So I am currently a uh, second semester master's student um, studying sport business with a concentration in recreation and event management at Temple University in the heart of Philadelphia. Go Owls. Yes, go Owls. So I did my undergrad there as well for two years. I transferred from before that from Shippensburg University, and I played two years of Division II softball there. Um, so when I quit softball, I decided to transfer. I mean, this was kind of the time that I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And in that summer between my sophomore and my junior year transferring to Temple, I found out about the world of sport. And I don't know why I never thought it was a career before that, but I actually interned for the Worcester Bravehearts. That oh, summer. there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I worked under the wonderful Dave Peterson. Uh, he was the general, he is still the general manager of the Brave Hearts, but just the way he runs his team and the company, he's just so high energy all the time. And I didn't know that was a possibility for a career. So at that time I was like, I'm going for it. I'm doing it. And I stuck with my marketing undergrad and then I transferred into, um, uh, my, I got accepted to the master's program at Temple, which is an absolutely amazing program. And I wouldn't have found out about front office features if it wasn't for the master's program that allowed me to go to uh, San Diego for the winter baseball meetings. So I got invited there with one other of my colleagues and one of my professors, who's now my mentor, to go to the job fair. And Rob, you were sitting two tables away from me while I was prepping for an interview, interviewing kids for the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So I overheard it and I should have gone up to you and sat down with you and like talked, but I was so great. I know, but I was so focused on nailing that interview that I just had to make sure I was focused. And I actually did get the internship that I was working towards when I overheard you. So very good. Congratulations. Where was the internship? Thank you. So I actually, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you both today is I'm supposed to be moving to Texas for the summer Mm. to work for the Midland Rockhounds. Great, great organization. 
Yes, I'm Double A Texas League. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, it's just it's been crazy with the whole coronavirus and everything being postponed. And it's just a whole whirlwind that's going on. So right now, I mean, I'm just doing my grad classes online, um, which those are still very busy. Um, and then I also am a graduate assistant at a stadium near Temple University called the Leacora Center. So I work directly with the event manager to help run events, concerts, uh, the, all the Temple basketball games, um, different private events in a 10,000 seat stadium. So I deal with security. Um, I have staff underneath me. So the guest service staff, that scan tickets, uh, police, medical, all of it. So during events, I'm the lead supervisor, but it's kind of a little hard right now because there's no events happening due to the coronavirus. So I was really busy when I originally sent this email, but now things have been shutting down and it's kind of, I guess, hopping into my question that I had for you guys to start was with this time, what are some things that I can be doing to push myself further into the industry and kind of put my name out there. Chris, you want to take it first? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, and I commend you on actually having that approach versus like, this is going to be a little vacation for me, which I'm sure a lot more people are, are viewing this as. And the folks who are going to go the extra mile during this time of uncertainty will be the ones that will be rewarded on the back end. So absolutely um, applaud that you've reached out to us to even have that conversation. So I think for the first and foremost, being where you are in terms of your career now with a lot of us, such as myself and Rob facing some uncertainty and some downtime, uh, networking and LinkedIn on just making those connections and reaching out and asking for these similar type of conversations with folks, just so you can build up as many people in context as you can across the industry. Right? So like, I think a lot of us are looking for something to do sometimes on a daily basis right now. And just having that request to be like, here's my situation. I'd love to connect. This is what I'm looking for. And as the more people you have that with, the more people they'll introduce you to and they'll just keep growing. So when this all does settle down, which we know will eventually happen, you'll be in a much better prime spot uh, to, to be able to locate full-time jobs and, and go from there. The other thing I think you can do um, is just really start. I mean, there's a lot of alone time right now is coming up with what you want to do. I mean, you've kind of nailed what you want to be doing long-term is how are you going to be able to tell that story and add value to folks? So what kind of brainstorming can you do right now on your own to say, if this, if I had this position, this is how I would attack it. This would be my 30 day plan, my 60 day plan, my 90 day plan, and really just have a playbook that you're going to be able to use and utilize in conversations with folks as you go along, because there is, there's going to be one way people use this time. It's going to be people who sit on the couch and watch Netflix, and people who really use it as a productive uh, opportunity and come out of this in a way better position than most. And it sounds like just of your mentality, you're going down that path more so than the other folks. Um, Emily, remind me what you're doing with uh, in Midland. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of everything. The internship's kind of open. I expressed to them that I'm very interested in game day operations and stadium facility management. It's going to be a little bit of everything, honestly. I was going down there, hopping into the office on non-game days, typing into some sales, and then on game days, kind of just facilitating everything that's happening and possibly being an on-field game host, too. So it was a little bit of everything, uh, which I was really excited for. So just trying to learn as much as possible in the industry and trying to figure out exactly where I want to step my foot in when I first get my big job in the industry when was um when was the last time you talked to somebody at midland 
Um, my supervisor actually reached out to me. I think it was the beginning of last week when the first push of MLB happened. They were just like, hey, I just want to let you know we have you in mind and we're thinking of things and uh, here's what's happening and I'll keep you updated about anything else that's happening. And I haven't heard anything since then. I don't want to push any buttons and be like, hey, what's going on? Because I know they probably have a lot happening on their end, too. So I'm trying to pull that more patient route. But I also, at the same time, I'm a little nervous because I have to start packing my life to move across country in a matter of like a month and a half now. So it's a little nerve wracking for me trying to know where I'm going from here. Well, the nerve wracking part I can definitely empathize with. It's, you know, you know, the unknown is scary, uh, but the worst case, uh, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You go to Midland and you got to turn back around. At least you have a good drive a couple of times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the Very world. Very true. Um, if I were you, I would reach out probably next week and uh, to your supervisor and say, Hey, is there anything that I can get going on? Is there anything that I can help, uh, start and organize? Is there anything, uh, that you guys are starting to put in place that I can be of assistance with, you know, I'm having, you know, to kind of take you behind the curtain on what we're doing here in Pawtucket. Um, I'm on calls, uh, you know, two or three times a day where we're talking about, okay, what, what is our strategy in regards to reaching out to folks, uh, that have tickets. What are what? How are we going to do that when the time is right? Are we going to put anything together um, and starting to understand what that looks like? Same thing with corporate partnerships. Excuse me. We're starting to do the same thing when it comes to um, our community relations. Is like at least here in Pawtucket, we are going as normal as possible. That when we get the go ahead to hit proverbial play that we've got everything planned and ready to go. And it's like, you know, just being held back. And then when we can uh, open it, it just, you know, comes flowing out and we're ready to rock and roll. And I wonder if there's a role for you in the meantime to help, uh, to help that process. I'm not sure the answer is yes. I'm not sure the answer is no, uh, but at least the, it would show initiative on your end uh, and then just start getting into it a little bit. The other thing that I would do if you're going to be doing, uh, if you're going to start out in sales, I assume it's ticket sales, right? Yeah, something of that sort. Okay. I would also ask what training are they going to give you and if there's any materials that you can begin to review. Um, we have a full training deck that we've got PowerPoints and you know uh, walk mock calls and all this good stuff that we could you know instantly send over uh, when the time was right. I would see if there's anything that you could get a head start on and just kind of, you know, when you get ready, doing the same thing that we're doing in Pawtucket, preparing, preparing, preparing. And then when you finally get down there, that you're almost ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah I, that's great. I'd say Rob's right on the head right there with like, you want to be part of the solution, not a problem, right? So when you reach out, it's off, it's off offering solutions to a problem. So is there ways you can be doing research of that area, something that key focus or, or verticals you could be focusing on, I would definitely position it to when you do reach out. It's like, look, understand everyone is in this this boat together, really trying times for a lot of folks. What can I do to help? Um, and if they just tell you to sit tight, then that's that's the best answer you can get. But at least you didn't reach out on, on like asking for yourself. You're asking out how to benefit them. Yes, yes, yes. Reach out. Solutions, solutions, solutions. 
Absolutely. I mean, we were even talking about that in one of my grad classes the other day about uh, content. Like a lot of teams right now are kind of just sitting back, um, trying to figure out solutions for when the coronavirus veil lifts and we're finally able to play ball. But I mean, pushing out content on a daily basis of different things that the players are doing or that the staff, different things here and there. We talked about that in like an hour and a half <coughs> discussion the other day. So that's definitely something I could bring up in my conversation. Yes, I think that's I think that's good. I think that's good. I also think too, if you're going to be the on-field MC, MC, like what between inning promotions are they going to be doing? Um, if there's ones that they've done from last year, can you look to see how the person did it before? And you know, what does it look like that it takes to execute those things? I I, I think that there's some you know, get ahead of this, uh, as you kind of wait, um, that you could, that you could do and be proactive about it is just say, Hey, I'm here. You need me to sort through Excel sheets. I'll sort through Excel sheets remotely. You need me to, um, you know, put together word docs. You'll do, you'll do it. So I would, uh, just say, I'm here to help when you need me to help. Um, you know, you can count on me. Absolutely. That sounds like a great idea. And I will make sure to say that on my call next week yeah there's so um, much research that goes into ticket sales emily in terms of just like figuring out who the right person and organizations are to reach out to you getting their contact information having that stuff like a ahead of the time before you showed up for like just to hit the ground running like rob said would be instrumentally invaluable just because of how many teams are going to be so behind the eight ball at this point uh just because you're people are like probably more scared and not really going about their day-to-day -day lives that if you're actually going to come there with this mountain of information. So when you do kick on, you're not just like playing catch up. You guys are, you guys are ahead of the curve. And I think that's where you can say like, this is why I'm reaching out and this is why I want to help. Let me go and then unleash me. And then I think you'll see them be very open to that. I would hope. Um, and if not, then you're kind of in the boat with a lot of rest of us. You're going to have to sit tight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've always been the person that if I'm not learning at a job, and like constantly learning new things, then I need to find something else. So, I mean, this for me during this downtime, I'm just trying to learn to put myself out there as much as possible to try to get myself ready, just as everyone else is for when the first pitch happens. Um, I just want to be prepared and be able to um, stand out in the industry because there's, like you guys say in all of your podcasts, it's a very competitive industry and you need to make sure that you're putting yourself out there. Agree. Agree. And, um, you know, just, you know, the answer that you might not want to hear that could be the real answer is like, I don't have anything for you. Um, but appreciate you reaching out. Um, you know, for someone who wants to do, 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 you know, this is just such weird, unique times that you also got to take that and be like, okay, I can, uh, I can chill for a little bit and then, you know, start working on the LinkedIn and reaching out that way to talk to other people um, and start a kind of looking at, you know, what is your dream job? And then reaching out to folks who have that dream job and then seeing now if you can set up a time to go uh, speak with them. What is your dream job, Emily? My dream job, I feel like, like many others, is to eventually <clears throat> be a general manager. Um, so I've been kind of talking. One of my of a minor league team or a major mentor, league team? Minor league. Yeah, there you go. Minor league. Yep. I love everything about minor league, the promotions, how everyone's in everyone else's jobs and we're helping each other. I just, I love it. Um, so my, 
my professors, he used to run a few um, leagues in soccer, uh, hockey, all these things. So he's been kind of helping me through the process. And he's, he's opened my eyes to be like, Emily, you need to understand that if you want to get one, there one day, which you absolutely can, you just need to be able to do almost everyone's job. So for me, that kind of opened my eyes to be like, what exactly do I want to do right now? I know my passions are like event management. I'm great at, I love people and dealing with the details of an event. I'm very interested in stadium and facility management, understanding that a little bit more. I would love to dive into sales at one point. I need to understand that in order to be a general manager one day, just kind of, I just want to figure out where I want to take my first step to order to propel me in that direction. So I guess like you guys were saying, I can take this time right now um, to kind of figure that out. You know, it was a good part. Yeah. If that- go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Rob. You know, it's a good person to uh, reach out to is Emily Jansen. She is the general manager of the Reno aces, a very, very impressive person. Um, and what you discuss, she knows like the back of her hand uh, and uh, the president of the team is a guy named Eric Edelstein, and he is spectacular. Uh, they run a uh, baseball team and then a USL soccer team, um, and Emily is amazing. She does great work, and uh, look her up on LinkedIn. I know that she talks to a lot of uh, a lot of folks uh, and think that she would be a, a great person to have a conversation with. Awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah, I definitely will reach out. I've been trying to do that too over the past few days, making sure I take an hour or two out of my mornings just to focus on reaching out to people on LinkedIn with my dream jobs, kind of just trying to have that 15 minute conversation on the phone to ask them how they got to where they are, different steps they took, what their daily day is like. Um, I just want to be able to have that insight so that I'm prepared, like moving through the years. I know I'm only 22, so I have a little bit of time but I want to make sure I'm using all the time that I have to kind of propel myself in that direction. Yeah. Great. I, you know, we talk uh, a lot and uh, should be a t-shirt soon is effort and attitude. And uh think that your effort is, um, is, is definitely high. And so is your attitude. And uh, I think those two things in uh, this kind of weird time will pay off for you in spades. Hopefully. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, so going off of all of that, the what if. So I'm sure there are people that listen to this podcast who are maybe in a similar position that I am or are looking for those summer internships or summer jobs where they're getting out of college and they want their first job in the industry. So the what if, if Texas falls through and I'm looking for something this summer or anyone's looking for something right now with everything that's going on, what do you think the best plan of action is just wait it out? Cause I know a lot of places have stopped hiring cause they don't even know when the first pitch is going to be. Um, what are your advice to people that are in my shoes? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, um, it's a great question. Uh, just it's like you said, it's a loaded question. Unfortunately, people that are even already in the industry are kind of in the same boat. Um, there's a lot of angst right now in terms of people worrying about whether they're going to have jobs, funding, cash flow. When is this actually going to come back online? Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely not what you'd call a unscary time for people in our world, just because we've never had so much uncertainty in her regarding what's going to happen or when it's going to happen, because it's this 
weird invisible thing that's going on around the country that uh, every day, like you mentioned before we started talking, it, it just there's something new that comes out every hour. I, I'd say in terms of hoping to land a job, I know personally we are, I think Rob is, and we've heard everyone around the industry has completely shut down hiring um, of all new individuals until we know what's going to happen. That's why this, this time is so important for folks like yourself to be networking the hell out of everybody, not even just in the industry, but people like yourself that are in grad school and just building that network up. And it's going to come to a point where obviously this all dies down, uh, where the, you're just going to have to be ready to pounce. And the people that are ready to pounce are the ones that are going to have 25, 45, 50 conversations that they've had during this really awkward time freeze. And it's how you approach those conversations. It's not about you, 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 because most likely the person you're talking to on the other side of the phone, it has the exact same question as you. When are they going to go back to work? Are they going to have a paycheck? When is sports going to turn back on? It's got to be about just like, again, solutions to problems and and feeling empathy like it's just the more empathy you can show for anybody's what they're dealing with uh the better you'll be but i i would say in terms of full transparency and and not giving you a sugar-coated answer this isn't going to be all of a sudden an, a flooded job market anytime soon uh because we just don't know and anybody who tries to say oh yeah wait a couple months i i'd say take that with a grain of salt and I'd say, even if I said it's going to be a, a week or a year, nobody knows, Emily. So I think it's just a matter of showing prudence, patience, and and making sure you're doing the right things along the way. Uh, and even if that might mean having to make a detour with another industry to get make sure you're making money or, or such, but still setting yourself up for success long term, that's the best you can do right now. I mean, there's really, I mean, we're confined to our homes, right? So like... You Absolutely, can't have yeah. more than, than doing that. Uh, and so it's just like, just doing this, like putting your name out there. We're going to put this out there. You're going to have a ton of people here. Emily's out there doing this and reached out for advice and wants, this is her dream job. We'll probably be able to make connections from this podcast for you. So I, I would just caution anybody who's like, oh yeah, it'll, it'll settle down soon. Uh, you'll, you'll have a job. You have an internship immediately. Just, just be careful of that because we really don't know and this is coming from the highest of levels within the league organizations we really don't yeah know. my advice is chill right and uh you know we i gave you the advice on what you can do with what you got um you know keep that uh networking uh machine rolling and the time will be right and you know fingers crossed it all works out midland but i'm just saying just it's not nothing's going to happen tomorrow nothing's going to happen a week um probably nothing's going to happen two weeks or a month um it's just chill Keep that networking going and see where it leads. It's it'll it'll be okay at some point. Just you know, we just gotta relax and show, like Chris said, show empathy. I know. Sorry, that was a very little question. I'm that's... sure it's on so many people's minds. I mean, might as well just put it out there. But yeah, it's it's no, been it's the right question to ask. The middle of the game. It's the right so. question to ask everybody. I mean, Rob has that question. I have that question. Everybody asks that question right now on a daily basis, so it's an absolutely fair question to ask. And I think my my advice, like I was saying, is just be mindful that anybody who tries to tell you exactly what's going to happen. I mean, I, I've now seen 14 different variations of when MLB is going to start and how they're going to start it and where they're going to start it. So, like, it's changing by the hour. So you just got to have to kind of roll with the punches at this point and just be nimble and be able to react and pounce when it all comes back. And it will. And it's just a matter of being 
in a situation and in, in, in a good spot and in a good light with people to be able to take advantage of that. Right. 110%. I completely agree. And I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to use this time to network. I also in the process of starting a podcast. There you go. So um, trying to work on those speaking skills. Um, if I want to be on the mic and on field host, What's your podcast I might want to be able to, uh, it's called the purpose project. So I'm actually going to be doing interviews with people in all different industries and careers, just talking about how they got to where they are and kind of their mindset on life. Cool. Just good for you. Congrats. Casual conversations. Good luck. Thank you. I appreciate that. But other competition. than that, I want more competition. I don't need more competition. Oh, no. Never, never. No, I could never step up you guys. Oh no. Hey, I don't. I don't know. It's not, this is that's not, it's not a very high bar, Emily. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, you guys got listeners all over the the world. The, the world, world, damn it, like, the world. <laughs> yeah. So I've been busy doing that and just trying to keep up with grad school. I mean, the online learning is so so difficult. I'm sure you guys have been doing meetings via Zoom and all the conference calls and stuff with your industry. And it's just, it's a crazy time that we're in right now. Yeah. That is an understatement. That is an understatement. That that is right. uh, It's a crazy, crazy time. And one that we'll, we'll forever remember. Um, But I think, I think Rob and I have talked about this a lot with, with bad things like this, hopefully there's a silver lining and some good that comes out of it. And it seems like, a lot of people are pulling together and working together to make sure other people are taken care of and sports. And I think this is probably one of the reasons you want to work in this industry. Sports will 100% be a part of the solution to us coming back to normalcy. People will be dying to get out and go to the minor league games and go to the ballparks and be around people again. So uh, I think from an industry that's going to be bounced back quicker than others, sports will be one of them um, just because we are, it's so ingrained in us and people are going crazy right now that they can't have sports so that that's the one good piece of this for for us is i think we'll be able to help people move on and 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 feel a sense of normalcy a lot faster than others um the stock market and people working finance are going to be in a really tough position for a long time it seems but sports will let people again escape those problems and forget about it for three hours and go out to the ballpark with their kids and create lasting memories so I'm looking forward to that day. Quite, I can't wait because I, I, I think you'll just see this really amazing, everyone re-ingraining themselves into society again at the ballpark, at the arenas and stadiums. And look, I, I think you're doing all the right stuff that, that you reaching out to us and you're going to reach out to your own next employer about how you can be helpful. If you just keep with that mentality the rest of your career, you will be a GM because that's just how it works is the people who outwork and outsmart the rest of everybody else will get to the top talent rises here completely agree thank you i appreciate that and i appreciate both of your advice it's been very eye-opening and i'm looking forward to the net not looking forward to staying home for the next month or so but (laughs) looking forward to taking the time to kind of help myself cool if you ever run into a guy at temple uh he works for learfield a guy named josh diltz uh, him and I used to work okay. together at uh, in Scranton and give him some help for me. I absolutely will. I have not bumped into him yet in my four years, but I will definitely say that. If Please I- do. Please do. All right. This was fun. Thank you guys again. I really appreciate it. And of stay course. safe and healthy. You too, All right, Emily. Emily. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much.